to by her are shape-shifting, psycho, basement, and coma. And coma, she has two versions, but the new version is featuring Cassidy Pope. And if you heard her, she used to be country, used to be on The Voice, but I found out recently that she's going more back to pop punk, which was kind of her start and her roots. And I found that she re-released and re-recorded her version or her song, uh, Wasting All These Tears, but in a pop punk version. And y'all, like y'all need to run, not walk, run after this episode is over and go listen to it. It is so good. But those songs, like I said, I've been healing my inner child, my inner something. I screamed them at the top of my lungs, been bringing me a lot of joy. The second thing is Maverick, which for the y'all who don't know, Maverick is my cat and he brings me a lot of joy in general. But specifically this past weekend, I decorated for Christmas and in the li- my living room of my apartment where my Christmas tree was going to go this year is where Maverick's cat tree is. And so I moved his cat tree into my bedroom. I put it by one of the windows so he can look out, you know, at, at the birds or the trees or whatever he wants to outside. Put his back two legs on the cat tree platform and his front two legs on the windowsill and try and look out. And I don't know, it's just been a lot of fun to see him in that new environment. And so he's been super cute and super playful. And so that's been bringing me a lot of joy as well. So the holidays are upon us and Christmas is here. Maybe for some of y'all, Christmas has been here since like October. I don't, I'm not going to judge. I feel like now Christmas and the holidays like ramp up a hundred times and really get into the swing of things. But what about when the most wonderful time of the year is not the most wonderful time of the year for you? It's actually the least wonderful time of the year for you. I know that's where I found myself a year ago. And last Thanksgiving and Christmas, so 2022, I probably found myself in the worst place mentally and in my mental health struggles that I had been in the last couple of years. And Side note, that's why I think I love Taylor's song, Basement, because the lyrics literally say, I guess rock bottom has a basement. And I don't know, that visual, that uh, idea just really resonated with me. But I know I'm not alone in this. We have a mental health epidemic in our country, in our world, in our culture today in general, much less like the holidays. And you would think, okay, the holidays, the most wonderful time of the year, the joy, the hope, the laughter, the lights, the fun, like mental health would kind of go away for a little bit. But research has actually showed it's the exact opposite. So I'm actually writing a blog post for work right now about loneliness and the holidays. And um, while doing research for it, I found some stats and I don't have them in front of me. So I may butcher them a little bit. But essentially, the stats showed that around the holiday time, loneliness increases like 38%. And like mental health problems and mental health struggles increase like and I can't remember, it was like 60 to 70% during the holidays. That's insane. That is like that mental health would ramp up exponentially during the holidays. And the hard part is not even like that happens. Like that's horrible. But the, again, the fact that like the holidays, I feel like come with this expectation, either from ourselves or society or others of like this joyful time which can make people feel even worse about themselves when they are even more depressed or sad or anxious or lonely or fill in the blank of whatever emotion, mental health struggle during the holidays, you can feel even more guilt of like, well, I'm not supposed to feel this way, which then in turn worsens the feeling. I just think it's so important that we talk and we spread awareness around mental health and the holidays. A, so people don't feel so alone, B, so that people know how to be there for friends and family and to check in on them and to kind of recognize this. And then C, just to hopefully like learn 
ways that we can cope with it. Thanksgiving and Christmas 2022 was the hardest time mentally for me at that time. I've maybe had harder moments this fall, but that's a whole other episode and story. But yeah, it was the hardest time for me. And what made it even worse is because I love the holidays. Like growing up, I loved Christmas and I still do love Christmas. I love the decorations and the lights and the music and the trees and like the magic of it all. But like for my mental health, which I already struggled with on a regular basis to feel even worse during the holidays was like newsflash to me and just so unexpected and even more difficult. I think sometimes when we start to feel sad or not excited during the holidays, we're like, oh my gosh, something's wrong with us. We got to figure this out. We got to fix it. But like, I just want you to acknowledge that there are so many different reasons why and that like it is absolutely okay to feel down, struggle with your mental health more, to feel lonely during the holidays. Of course, it's okay to feel all of that all of the time. But again, I think there is that added pressure during the holiday season to be joyful, to be cheerful, to be excited, which can make mental health worse. And so right now, like I just want to say that if you are struggling with your mental health right now, whether it's constant or whether it's ramped up during this holiday season, if you're struggling with loneliness, if you're struggling with feeling sad, depressed, anxious, worried, any of those overwhelmed, if you're struggling to feel any of those things during right now, this holiday season, like I just want you to know it is okay you are okay. It is okay. There is nothing wrong with you. You don't need to fix anything. And for some of us, if you could turn this podcast off right now and like that's all you need to hear today. I hope you don't because I think there's going to be a lot more good in this episode. But like I just want to speak to you right now. If you are listening to this episode and you have resonated so far with everything that I have said and you've experienced guilt from yourself, guilt from others, guilt from society or pressures or like religion or whatever it is like if you have felt extra guilt or shame for struggling the way you are right now during the holidays like I want you to imagine I am looking into your eyes I am allowing you to feel and to take a deep breath actually just take a deep breath together right now it is okay to be struggling right now whether there's a reason or not whether you know why or not whether it makes sense or not, however it's affecting you, it is okay to be struggling with your mental health, with loneliness, with sadness right now. It's okay that you're not happy, that you're not joyful, that you're not excited, that you're not hopeful, any of those things. It doesn't feel comfortable. It doesn't feel okay. I know that we don't want to be feeling this way. I know that you would do anything and and be anything and think anything to get out of this to get back to quote unquote normal or the holidays that you desired or expected or had in the past. I know all of that. But like right now, I think we just need to allow ourselves to know and truly believe that it is okay to be feeling this way right now. Okay. So now that we have that there, as I mentioned before, I think one of the reasons that we can tend to make this mental health worse, like not this some of this actually might cause the mental health, but like the, when we're already struggling with mental health and um, big feelings and stuff, like what can make it worse is the expectations and the pressures. And again, those can come from ourselves. Those can be spoken or unspoken by society. Those can come from friends and family or from past holidays and versions of yourself. But it really is like 
the holidays are expected. I mean, the songs say it, it's the most wonderful time of the year and people are laughing and you look at all the advertisements, whether it's in, you know, print ad or on social media or on YouTube or TV, like all the ads show these perfect families with these perfect, you know, celebrations and gatherings and these great home cooked meals and everyone is smiling and everyone's getting along and snow is falling in the background. And the tree is perfectly lit up and everyone has the perfect gift and it's just having the most magical holiday ever. And of course, like they're going to exaggerate those things to make you want to buy whatever product or service that they're trying to sell you. Like no one's going to buy a product if like it shows a sad person alone in a dark room with like no decorations and you know, all of that. But I want us to be able to recognize that. Like if if you're noticing that that triggers it more because of like those expectations and things that you see, like just recognizing that can be a huge. And that's why I really want to start like the beginning of this episode with just saying like, it is okay because you might have a lot of voices in your head, including your own, telling you it's not okay. And I'll be honest with y'all, like, and part of me, like, I don't want to share this, but I always want to be real on this podcast. And as I am going along my faith journey and stuff, but I felt even more shame and guilt and pressure last year when I was struggling with my mental health because I was a Christian. And I want to expound upon that. You know, I am still a Christian. Obviously, I still believe in God. Like, I don't think any of those are bad. I think they're great. But the holiday season like, is almost like it takes a step up for us who believe in God and believe in Jesus because this is the time when Jesus came down and we celebrate Jesus' birth and we celebrate the miraculous virgin birth and what Jesus coming to earth meant. It meant peace on earth. It meant hope. It meant joy. It meant our Savior was coming, Emmanuel, God with us. And so I heard all of that and I knew all of that I mean, from being a Christian since growing up and that caused even more guilt and shame to be placed upon myself because a, I didn't want to hear any of that. Like none of that made me feel any better. I was kind of like, did not want to hear or to think about any of that. But B, because I think sometimes the big C church and Christian culture and Christian community puts this extra pressure on us as believers during the holiday season that, oh, this is the holiday season. We have to be the joyful ones. We have to be hopeful. We have to bring encouragement and hope and light and peace everywhere we go this holiday season. And so that made me feel even more pressure of like, great. It's not society just saying this is the most wonderful time of the year. Like this is my faith. This is my religion and my belief telling me that like I'm supposed to be hopeful and I'm supposed to be going being like sharing the good news of like Jesus came down Jesus was born and that, a that's the last thing I wanted to do and b is like how am I supposed to tell other people about Jesus being born in this hope on earth when like believing in Jesus is not bringing me hope and joy and peace and comfort right now you know and again I haven't really said this to anyone but my therapist and so I'm very very nervous to be posting this but like I feel like it has to be said because I know I'm not the only one out there thinking this way I know I won't be the only one ever thinking this way and so like if this just helps one person take a breath and release the tears and just like release the tension that they're feeling and the pressure that they're feeling that I'm a Christian so like I have to push all these mental health struggles down and just be super hopeful and joyful and like just shouting Jesus from the rooftops this holiday season it's like that's okay that you're not like you don't have to be doing those things because the truth is we are human first we are all human first whether you believe in god or not we are human how many times can i say that we are human in case you didn't know we are human but we're human first and yes our belief in god can add things to us and can change our heart but like at the end of the day we are human and we are all going to struggle with our mental health with loneliness with sadness um, at some point or another, whether it's clinical or just feeling anxious or depressed or lonely or sad, 
during certain times of our life, like being a Christian does not spare us from those things. It does not mean, oh, like once you become a Christian, all of a sudden, you know, all of the mental health struggles and stuff just disappear. Mental health and feelings of sadness and loneliness don't go, oh, it's the holidays. Like, shoot, we, we can't be ramping up. Like, we actually got to head out. We'll see you January 2nd after all of the holiday festivities. And then we'll be back to our usual programming. Mental health could care less. Mental health doesn't know what time of year it is and so that added pressure of like i shouldn't be feeling this way because it's the holidays it's like no you're feeling this way because you you're a human because you struggle with mental health again whether chronically and clinically or just like seasonally or just times of your life but mental health is not looking and saying it's the holiday season or it's not looking like oh you're a christian oops sorry like, we we shouldn't be ramped up right now because you're a christian during the holiday season Mental health doesn't care. Mental health doesn't think of those things. I, for so long, I was looking at, especially during mental health in the holidays, as like a spiritual issue that I must be doing something wrong spiritually that I need to fix to get this better. But if we just recognize it as like a mental issue and we look at it from a mental perspective and like mentally, you know, and, and more holistically and realizing like, okay, this is an issue separate from me being a Christian or me being a believer or even the holidays. This is just what I'm struggling with and it happens to be the holidays right now. If anyone else can resonate with just feeling that added pressure of like, you don't have to be hopeful and joyful and full of light and just like shouting Jesus's birth from the rooftops this holiday season. It's okay if you're not. God doesn't think any less of you. You are not any worse of a Christian. Simultaneously, you're not any better of a Christian because you are hopeful or joyful or shouting Jesus's birth from the rooftop or inviting a hundred people to church. Whether you're inviting 100 people to church or you can't even show up on Christmas Eve, that is okay this year. And yeah, that's a huge part that I just really want to talk about because, again, I think that holidays from a Christian perspective add, can add even more pressure and all of that. And I just want to read um, this little thing. It's a thing that I wrote last Christmas and I essentially said, it's okay if you aren't excited for Christmas. And I put it on Instagram. Um, and so I want to read it to you a little bit and then we're going to just get into some of my tips for this, this holiday season. So it says, it's okay if you aren't excited for Christmas. These are the words I had to remind myself of as I walked out of the grocery store today. And maybe you or someone you know needs them too. It's okay if your Christmas season is filled with pain, grief, sorrow, and defeat or despair rather than joy, peace, hope, and light. It's okay if hearing the story of Jesus' birth preached isn't filling you with the same hope and peace as it did before, if singing songs of joy and rejoicing feels nearly impossible. It's okay if part of you thinks about Christmas in a week and wants to cry and wish the day was over, and yet the other part would cry if that were true, sad you missed the day's moments. It's okay if you aren't having a holly jolly Christmas or if the decorations and the lights don't light you up inside or if they do one moment and don't two seconds or two days later. It's okay because Jesus didn't come down to earth to be born as a baby, live, die on the cross for us, and then be raised to life so that we would always be okay, ignore what we're going through, and celebrate Christmas 110%. That's what his second coming is for. No, he did all of those things because he knew we couldn't. He came down to earth to bring hope, even if it's the tiniest amount some seasons. It's okay to not be okay this Christmas. You don't have to pretend to be or do all you can to try and make yourself okay. You can just be unwell. And I understand it's uncomfortable and you would do almost anything to not feel this way, to feel happy and joyful this holiday season. And I will tell you, last year I had moments of that. And so I'm believing that there are moments of like that for you. But I first and foremost, like I don't think 
we can move forward. And I think we'll have a lot worse of a holiday season if we don't first accept the fact that we can be unwell and we can struggle. And then lastly, we're just going to jump into just some tips I have if you struggle with mental health. Okay, so I just want to end this podcast with five tips for if you're struggling with mental health and the holidays, things that have helped me, mindsets, tools, etc. to hopefully help you this holiday week and this holiday season. So the first tip is go in knowing, expecting, and accepting that your holiday season is going to look different. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to go in like a Grinch and be so upset for the holidays that your holidays are going to be entirely bad or that you can't have enjoyable moments or make great memories still. It doesn't mean any of that. You can still do all of those things, but it is about going in with the expectation that your holiday season is going to look different because when we expect something, the, the gap between expectations and reality is when disappointment sets in. And I know that probably happens a lot around the holiday season, regardless of mental health struggles or not. But especially with mental health struggles, if you're expecting this holiday season or any holiday season when you're struggling with mental health to look like other holiday seasons when you weren't struggling or when things were different, you're going to be disappointed. And again, you don't have to give up your wants, your desires, or your plans, but letting go of any expectations that you have, that will help you not get surprised when maybe you don't feel like doing something or you don't want to do a tradition or um, you don't feel the same way as you normally do or anything like that. It just helps you go in kind of with a clear mind, a blank slate of allowing this holiday to be whatever this holiday is going to be. And it allows you to give yourself space to experience this season for what and how it is. And it gives you the space to process and give yourself compassion and grace and kind of letting go of any expectations or pressures that you might have about this holiday season. Tip number two is to still push yourself to do things. I know, I know, I know from firsthand experience that when you are struggling with mental health, especially depression and sadness, sometimes the last thing you want to do is a cheerful holiday tradition or cheerful holiday things because you struggle to feel, again, like I get it. I want to say your feelings are valid. It is so hard and so exhausting to continue pushing yourself to do things you don't want to do or that you don't feel like doing as often happens when you are struggling with mental health. However, if we can just take a moment to look on the other side, doing things like this, like putting yourself out there, like still doing traditions, like still doing holiday stuff, that's going to be beneficial in some ways and will likely bring you some level of joy, happiness, cheer, etc. Deep down, even if it doesn't translate to your head or your heart right now because of your mental health, even if you can't feel it or believe it, deep down there's going to be some level of joy on the other side of forcing yourself or pushing yourself rather to do things still. And again, I know that it is so tempting to come home from work, to just want to lay in bed, scroll on social media, binge TV, isolate, etc. But I'm highly encouraging you to not do those things, at least not all of the time. Yes, we all need maybe a night or a moment like that, and that is totally okay. But I still want to encourage you to just push yourself to do at least one thing this holiday season. Of course, you know your boundaries, you know yourself best, and you can't do it all. So don't go in again, back to the expectations in point one, don't go in expecting yourself to push yourself to do everything. You can give yourself rest, you can give yourself those times to lay in bed and to binge TV and to isolate. But even though it will take every 
ounce of effort to plan and do things, it will ultimately bring you good on the other side. An example of this, it wasn't the holiday season, but this last April, my friend slash coworker and I were both struggling with our mental health. And so we booked a trip to work and vacation from Arizona because we get to work from home. So we went there for a week. It took a little bit of effort for us to get there to plan, but ultimately it brought us a lot of joy just getting to get away, getting to be in the mountains, working from the mountains, and then taking a day off to just relax and rest. And the same thing is going to be true here for you, even if it's not, you know, planning a trip during the holiday season, just pushing yourself to see friends, to go to that holiday event, to write Christmas cards, bake cookies, see lights, etc. The third tip I have is talking to someone. This might sound cliche, but really you aren't going through this alone and you don't have to go through this alone. You truly would be surprised how many other people in your life are likely struggling in very similar ways this holiday season or at least have somewhat in the past. Talking to someone about what I was struggling with and just being open was definitely something I did not do enough last holiday season. And I was struggling so hard, but I was afraid people wouldn't understand or they would judge me or they would tell me just to cheer up because it's the holidays. You know, all those typical cliche trite sounding statements that we who are struggling with mental health hate to hear. And so, again, I totally get it, but I really wish I would have talked to someone before about what I was struggling with, how I was feeling, um, just so that I wouldn't bear the burden alone, just so someone else could have helped me carry that burden through the holidays. And, you know, even if you are nervous about some of those things, going into a conversation with someone that you trust saying like, hey, I've been struggling and I want to open up about how I've been feeling or what I've been dealing with, but I don't want answers or for you to try and figure out what I want to hear. I just need someone to listen or, hey, I'm really struggling, but I am afraid you're going to judge me or say some cliche answers. So can you just listen and, and not give feedback right now? Something along those lines helps you go in to kind of set the stage and really expectations of that conversation, help the other person understand where you're coming from because they don't, they can't mind read. And I have to believe that everyone has such good intentions that if they do say something trite to you, it's just because they haven't been in your shoes or they don't understand. Not that they're trying to be mean or to add pain to the wound already. And so going in, letting people know will help you get through that conversation better. On the flip side, if someone ends up coming to you or you notice someone struggling, don't go within the mindset that you have to fix or solve everything. Honestly, nine out of 10 times, people just want you to listen. Just listen, empathize, validate, support, and be there for them. And a great kind of follow-up with this is to offer something up. Like a lot of times people will be like, hey, like, let me know how I can help or what can I do for you? And that sounds great, but a lot of times, especially when people are struggling with mental health, like it is super hard to know or to verbalize or to come up with something. So offer something up yourself. Try saying, you know, thank you so much for telling me. I'm sorry to hear you've been feeling more depressed this holiday season. How about this weekend? I come over and we bake cookies and watch a movie. Or thank you for sharing that you've been feeling lonely. I'm going caroling with friends tomorrow. Why don't you come with us? That just allows you to help be there for someone who has opened up. So tip number four is to limit time on social media and other platforms like that. We all know that social media is a highlight reel and not real R-E-A-L life. But especially around the holidays, it can be really hard to see people posting beautiful outfits, parties with friends, how well their dinners and events went. And they're not usually posting the downsides or how maybe they cried right before or after that party. But we often forget that and we compare ourselves and our worst to their best. Again, because of social media, we often compare our worst to their best. And because of that, we end up feeling worse about ourselves and our mental health because this can add more shame and pressure 
to us when we're already feeling down and lonely. And so again, I know it can be so easy to want to numb out on social media and to scroll, but really it will make your mental health worse. And so if you get that urge, I highly suggest you try calling a friend, going for a walk, putting a movie on, dancing to music, snuggling your pet, something that will keep you off social media. You know, social media can have a lot of benefits. It can help you stay connected to people. So I'm not saying to completely get off of it, but I am saying to limit your time on social media because social media can be a huge trigger for seeing perfection or things for you to compare your holiday season to. And you're already having a hard enough holiday season with your mental health. You don't need to add to that. And the fifth and final tip is to take care of yourself this holiday season. Of course, this is important no matter what in general, and especially no matter what, when you're struggling with mental health, But especially this holiday season, you know, we tend to get busier at work. We have more stress, more packed schedules, trying to make sure we can see all of the people and hang out with everyone and take care of friends and family and go to all the events. It can be super overwhelming. And often in our running around trying to take care of all those other things and all those other people, we forget to take care of ourselves, unfortunately. So this is just a reminder this holiday season to take care of obviously the basics, you know, eating enough, fueling your body with nourishing foods and letting yourself enjoy food. You don't either restrict moving your body and taking care of your mental health, whether that's talking to someone, journaling, going to therapy, really giving yourself space to process your emotions, doing things you love, keeping up with your hobbies, taking time to just be alone or sit in the quiet if that's what recharges you. Doing the basics and then sometimes, you know, even going a step above and beyond the way that you are gifting other people with presents. Give something for yourself this holiday season, especially when you're struggling with your mental health and doing something that you enjoy or that maybe you used to enjoy and taking care of these basics and just making time and space to take care of you because if you aren't taking care of this holiday season, it's going to be really hard for you to take care of anyone else or to have good holiday season. So those are my five tips um, if you're struggling with mental health and the holidays to one, go in knowing, expecting, and accepting your holiday season is going to look different. Number two, still push yourself to do things. Number three, talk to someone. Number four, limit time on social media. And number five, take care of yourself. These, of course, are not all encompassing. This is not a you know complete and final list. And what works for me or what works for someone else may not work for you. But I do hope that these tips have given you some ideas, some new tips, some new mindsets to go into this holiday season with so that you can still make the most of the season that you have, even if it's going to look different or is looking different than it has in years past. So join us on Instagram at chaos and art pod and drop your favorite tip for coping with mental health, especially during the holidays. Again, I know that it is so hard. Um, The holidays can be hard in general. Mental health can be hard in general. When you put those two together, it can kind of seem like a dumpster fire, but I want you to know, again, you are not alone this holiday season. And I really hope that you can still find some peace and some joy and some hope. And I hope you have the holiday season that you have, whether it's good, great, bad, okay. Just know that you're going to be okay at the end of the day. So Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Hi friends. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope that it encouraged you, inspired you, challenged you, and maybe even let you let out the breath you didn't even realize you were holding. If you want to join in on today's conversation or keep up to date with all past, present, and future episodes, you can join us on Instagram at chaos and art pod. 
And if you love today's episode or any other episode you've listened to, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review on whatever platform you're listening from. But today, I hope that you go out and find freedom as you embrace the beauty and mess of life and learn to live in the gray. Until next time, this is Kristen, and you're listening to Chaos and Art. Thank you.